The host of this show, Max Naist, lived in addiction for years and made lots of destructive choices, which resulted in losing friends, family, and his career. After being in jail for the fourth time, he knew he needed to make some big changes. Now, sober for 17 years, he shares the steps he took, which led to recovery and got his life back. Welcome. To fearless happiness. 19.7 million American adults have battled a substance use disorder. 38% of adults have battled an illicit drug use disorder. But no matter what the struggle, no matter the challenge, you can overcome anything and become successful. Max and his guests share experience, strength, hope, and faith. If it's PTSD or military-related, trauma, physical, verbal, sexual addiction, alcoholism, you can accomplish your dreams. And with this show, we help others be fearless in their pursuit of happiness. This is Fearless Happiness, and this is Max Naist. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Fearless Happiness Podcast, episode you know, I'm not sure which episode this is going to be, probably five or six. Either way, it's going to be a great episode. I got my guest, Jamie Hyde, today on here with me, and we're going to get started in just a moment. But if anybody has any questions, wait till the end, because Jamie will be able to let you know where to connect with him and all that good stuff. But just to get started, Jamie, this is how I like to do it. Introduce yourselves and tell the audience what you do and who you are. All right. Well, my name is Jamie Hyde. I live in uh, Fort Pierce on the north end of Fort Pierce, Florida. I've been a resident of Florida since 1985. I recently relocated up here out of Palm Beach County at the end of last summer. And uh, throughout my trials and tribulations and trying to figure out who I wanted to be when I grow up, I uh, a couple of years ago, I, I started getting this idea of helping folks out since that's something I've always done. So now I found my niche as a, as a business consultant. And my gift from God, as I like to say, is, is a vision, right? So I help people clarify their vision, get on a path to what they want to what they want to walk towards. And then we implement a simple set of repeatable steps they can repeat over and over and over to achieve their, their goals and their dreams. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, you and I have gotten to know each other and finally got to meet in person this month, earlier this month. Right. And uh, both of us have stories, but. Like, I want you to tell the audience, kind of give them a background of where you've come from and where you're at today. The stuff that you want to speak about, like I want the stuff you want the audience to know about you, because what I like to do with my guests is let, really let the audience know who you are as a person and where you've been and where you come from. And like you said, what your vision is for your life and how you can help other people. Sure. So I, um, I grew up in the, in the state of Michigan. So um, I'm a big University of Michigan fan. Go Blue. Um, <laughs> even though I've been taking on the chin of football the last several years. So I grew up in Michigan, uh, relocated to South Florida a month after, less after I graduated high school in 1985. I had this dream since I was probably 14 years old to be a police officer. Started applying around when I got of age to do that. Got hired uh, by the city of Pompano Beach and was in the police academy. Graduated the police academy and turned 22, two days apart. Served there for 10 years. Then we merged with the Broward County Sheriff's Office. I did two more years with them. And um, Broward County Sheriff's Office is known as BSO. And I try to be funny and say I found out what the BS and BSO was. Um, no, no offense to those folks. It's a good organization. I just the, the truth is, is that just police work was no longer my calling. 
And I really started figuring that out in about my fifth year. By my seventh year, I really wanted out. And it took me 12 years to get out to just kind of, uh, you know, say, okay, this is it. I'm going to pull the plug and I'm going to go. Thankfully, I'm married to the most understanding woman in the world. And um, I had dabbled in some side businesses several times trying to figure things out on what my next thing was going to be. I got uh, recruited into a multi-level marketing company and I was going to be a millionaire. Uh, But the truth is, is that I was in that company 18 months and I made $400. But that's on me. But it was like going to college, even though I didn't go to college. It, It taught me how to speak to people, taught me how to cold call, which is no longer needed in today's world. But back then, that's what we did. We were actually recruiting cold calling right out of the white pages uh, back in the early 2000s. And I'm thankful because it got me out of the job that I was absolutely miserable in. It just wasn't my calling anymore. I, I served with some great, great people. Uh, not a bad thing to say about my career. But again, it just started to feel like I was just starting to turn. And it just wasn't who I, who I wanted to be. So I, I didn't survive very long in the MLM world, even though I still have a special place in my heart for MLMs. I would like to do an MLM again someday, but I'd like to just automate the whole process, which I'm in an MLM. I just don't recruit for it. Right. And then my brother-in-law was a partner in a real estate firm. And he's like, go get your license, come work with us. And I went into commercial real estate. So uh, unfortunately, he was supposed to be my mentor. And uh, within a short time of recruiting me in, I don't know, under two years, he, he passed away. He, uh, he died of alcoholism, funny enough that I'm talking to you today, uh, <laughs> your mission in life. And so then, you know, basically his four other partners were, were very nice to me and very professional. And they were kind of like, but David brought you in and he's supposed to be mentoring you and training you and making sure you're earning a paycheck in this business. And now, you know, it's kind of like you're, they're kind of stuck with me. And, and they did the right thing and they stepped up and they helped me make a living. And it was good in the commercial real estate world. It, it Back then, it, it takes a very long time. It's 10 to 12 years before you're really rolling. You can make a living. but And again, after a little bit, it just, again, it just wasn't my calling, right? And I was still trying to kind of figure out what was next. Had the opportunity to open a company with a, a buddy of mine. We did that through 2006. I left real estate. We made some money. We did okay. At the end of 2006, it became apparent that we we're better friends than we are partners. We're still close friends today. We spoke last night for a half hour on the phone. 2007, we split. We we did the same business. We just did, I came to a gentleman's agreement. I did it in one county. He did it in the other. And then if I had work in his county, he did it. And then if I, he had work on my county, I did it for him. And we just shared back and forth. That way, ran that through 2011. Business got slow. Wife said, are you going to rebuild your business or go get a job? And I'm like, you know what? It's very lonely as an entrepreneur, especially this was kind of pre- Internet being big, it was definitely kind of pre-Facebook or Facebook was coming around 2007, 2008, but I wasn't into it. And so I said, let me go find something that's kind of fun and I could be social. And I got into selling cars. So within about three weeks, I learned about the something called an auto broker. I decided very quickly that selling cars was not my life's passion also. Uh, <laughs> I thought I wanted to help people sell cars, but anybody can tell you that sold cars, that's definitely not how it's treated from the car dealer side. You're not there to help people. You're there to sell them a car. And I just have this yearning to help people. So I created this auto broker ID. I didn't create it. I heard about it. And I made it a mission to stay at the dealership as long as I could to learn everything I could. I I befriended all the finance managers, sales managers, the internet directors. And I just consumed and I worked in every department they allowed me to work in during the time from the floor to the internet to whatever. And, um, And then I left 2014 and launched my auto broker business. And ran that through six years. 2018, I found Apex. 
our friend Druby uh, invited me into a group of marketing uh, gurus, companies, and I was playing with the idea of opening a solar company. And I really thought I was joining that group to uh, learn more about, get deeper into marketing for the solar and the car business. And at the same time, my son, who I believe was a junior in college at the time or beginning of his senior year, blew his knee out and needed a reconstructive surgery. So he could no longer work his part-time job while I was in school. He was still going to school, but on crutches and a knee brace. Right. So it turned out that group that Drewby invited me into was a group of uh, marketing owners, business owners for marketing. So I just looked at my son. I'm like, you want to open a marketing company together? So, you know, it's every entrepreneurial father's dream, I believe, to be in business with our kids, right? Right. So he's like, sure, dad, why not? So we started down that road of like learning how to build websites, how to do sales funnels, you know, all that stuff. And white label was an option. And then I had my first really decent sale for a Shopify site. I was actually an Apex member. And I went to call up the white label company. And the response I got was, don't worry about it. Just sell it. We'll take care of it. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not putting my name on that. <laughs> I can't. I can't put my name on something when I'm just here and just sell it. We'll take care of it. That's like, we're talking about a fairly mid-sized offer price here, purchase point here. So I decided I'm just going to build the Shopify site myself. So I did. And uh, and he knew I hadn't built one. I was very upfront. But I worked with him. I worked with him. I worked with him. And we redid it. And, and we did such a good job. He came back and gave us a $1,000 bonus later. I said, I know you didn't ask for this, but I'm giving you another $1,000 because you went way above and beyond. And we just kept working until we got better and better and better. Fully trained him, got him up, got him running with it. And then uh, trained his his significant other's fiance, actually. And then she took it over at some point after we worked with him about a year and a half. And uh, we're still good friends and we still talk every couple of weeks. And I try to help him wherever I can. And uh, again, Russell Brunson talks about this blue ocean, red ocean thing, right? And in the marketing world, it's a red ocean. It's full of blood. Everybody yeah. designs websites. Everybody sells sales funnels. Everybody Shopify, whatever. And again, it just wasn't my thing. And I just kept coming back to helping people. I've always helped people. As a police officer, I was helping run the police chief explorer program. I was training other officers. When I went to real estate, I was training the new guys right away within six, eight months or a year. In the car business, when we had our, our, our field inspection business, we had 10 part-time employees in the first three months. Always training, hiring, helping, helping, helping. And so I'm like, all right, I have screwed up enough <laughs> that I finally got an idea of where I'm called to. So I'm going to try this consulting thing out. So for the last uh, two years, as you, I, when did you join Apex? Shoot, it'll be a year next month. So you may not remember this, but prior to that, I used to do this thing every day uh, called the two at two. I went live for two minutes on my personal profile, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern, called the two at two, just talked about whatever. And there was this theme going on in Apex at the time where a lot of people were afraid to do live videos. So I just kept saying, like, we know Apex is full of killers. They're just there. There's so many successful people in there and it's great. But I was like, how can little old me add value to this group? Well, I'm not afraid to do live video. So let me just start asking Apex, like, is there anybody I can help do live video? So I ended up talking to probably 20, 30 members of Apex and getting them used to doing live video just by doing live interviews on my own personal profile page. Just popping up in the middle of the day, in the middle of the night, just going, we're live and just start interviewing them. And then that got me kind of known in Apex as somebody that people could turn to to help. And then that led into, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And Tony Watley with 365 Driven uh, did a great podcast where he talked about, you're not an expert basically until you've helped X number of people until you can consume it. So basically I went about for a couple of years and just helped as many people as I could, didn't ask for a penny, didn't charge much of anything or nothing. And just started helping, helping, helping. And then I just started to find it in the niche of, of what can I do? 
And I think social media is so overrun with the quick and easy results. Let me just run Facebook ads. Let me just run Google ads. I'll be a millionaire. Look, that's great. But if you don't have a solid foundation under that and you don't have an organic business burning first, right. you're in the dark, right? So well, you know, and you see it all over. Like with these gurus have quick hacks. I got the hack for better health or, right. you know what I mean? And you and I belong to a group where the leader of our group is, you know, the G code, the four areas are genetics, our group, our grind, our gratitude, right? And there's nothing that he's right. Maybe it's like you worked at the police department. I've come from a military background and running the street, right? Running the streets, like it was always a hustle, like working hard, even when I was doing the bad things, right? Was always the forefront of my mind, right? It's like, I was too proud to go do the panhandling, right? Even in my active addiction. So what would I do? Okay. I used to be a plumber. So I would go fix people's plumbing or go do mom's yard. Or I'd always work for my money because I could never see myself out there with a sign saying, we'll work for food, which I knew that's BS, right? It should be, I will work for my drugs, but you get what I'm saying? Like, so we come from this background of like hard work is going to pay off and you, there's no hack to, to do it. You got to do the work, right? And it's interesting when I'm listening to you because you're kind of, we have the similar backgrounds. Like right? we have what was our passion in the beginning, right? It's okay. We can work in our passion, but we, for, we soon find out that's not our purpose, right? We have our passion and we have our purpose. So it's cool how you're laying this out because people are going to understand that just because you have a passion for something doesn't mean that that's what you're going to do for the rest of your life. But here's what you got to do. Like Jamie's talking about, you just start narrowing down what your purpose is so you can find out. And now here is Jamie telling me about how he found his purpose, which is consulting. And, uh, you know, it's amazing stuff. Like I'm sure we are, you and I, I should say are surrounded, like you said, by some of the most amazing people. Right. And it's that, that rule, right. We are the, the sum of the average of the five people we hang out with most, but for us, it's like hundreds of people. And it makes us rise to that level. Like, cause when I first joined Apex, I actually thought to myself, cause Chris Whitehead said, Hey, I have this, I think you should join. And it was, what do they call it? That imposter syndrome? Like why I'm not good enough, you know? And then I started thinking to myself, I'm good enough, right? Like we are good enough. And, you know, this is why I do this podcast too. The diverse backgrounds of the people I have been interviewing is we all started at the same spot. You know what I mean? We may have different paths, but if you listen and you go back to everybody's episodes in here, you're going to hear our stories and their stories. And that's why I started this podcast because of people like Jamie, you know, like I caught the end of your, your uh, lives when I first joined, you were just finishing up and I would catch it and get on your live. And, but I was, I'm like some people in the beginning, like when Chris and Lonnie suggested I go live, I'm like, I'm not going live. Right. I'm not going live. Yeah, you are. I'm not going live. Yes, you are. And then I remember the first time I did it, I actually, a friend of ours, we did a 30 day challenge and that actually helped me get in comfortable in front of the camera and and doing it now I have but you know we're human I still have times where I'll be on a roll thinking and my mind goes blank and then I'm staring at my phone going oh shit what did I what, what was I talking about right but so, you know but you know what brother like like when you say that if you verbalize that to the camera like 
you know what? My mind just went like, but because that's real, that's authentic. People love that. People are dying. This is like, I'm sorry, I get a little passionate. I get up on my soapbox. Oh no, go go for it, brother. Dying for authenticity today. Oh yeah, I'll do that. I've told people like I'm having a major brain fart right now, so uh, bear with me, you know. And I always tease it like sometimes I'll get on a live and I'll go, "Oh shit." I forgot what I was talking about because my two brain cells I got left are arguing right now. So I got to hold on to you guys. It'll come back. And, you know, people, I can see people doing the laughing on the, in the, in that's the it, right? World, in the fake world, social media, it's business has become so transactional. Exactly. It just doesn't need to be. It's just because we want to take the simple way and we think just running Facebook ads will solve our problems. I have nothing against social media ads. You and I know people that are very good at it. Josiah Atkins is a freaking giant at running ads for the solar industry, right? Matt Smith is a giant for running ads in the roofing industry. Joe Guerrera is up and coming and kicking butt with phone sites and sales phones. All those guys are doing wonderful, wonderful things. No problem with it. But I maintain, and what I'm consulting on is this. If you don't have a step-by-step organic system in place to build a solid foundation, to build your house on that cornerstone, that rock, first, then those ads are, you're just going to keep throwing money through and it's a never ending cycle, right? Absolutely. So you might spend a thousand to get a hundred thousand or a hundred and get a thousand or whatever. That's great. 10 extra returns. That's cool. But, but at some point your business should just be blowing up and you shouldn't have to run ads anymore. Right. You should be able to stop doing that. Mm. Ryan Stuman, the head of Apex Break Free Academy says he does not run ads anymore. Yeah. He just he posts, doesn't, and he'll he'll get he'll get leads off a of post. I get right, it. Exactly. Posts and relationships. I don't have a link. Do you have a link to get paid for referrals for people joining Apex if they come in because of you? No. Nope. Me either. Do you spouse spouse Apex as the greatest mentorship group to everybody you know? Absolutely. Have people signed up or at least looked at it because of you? I have a few people right now looking at it, right? Exactly. But I, in my in my case, though, there's some people I will not, right? I'm not going to waste Ryan's time or, you know right. what I mean? But then there are some people that are, are hard workers and I think they need to move to that next level. Right. And so see, my this- point is, is he's created a raving fan base and he doesn't have to spend money on ads anymore. So in my opinion, if you build that foundation, that rock solid, organic, build real relationships, get real testimonials, get real referrals, give real bonus gifts to people, stay in touch with your customers by U.S. mail by email, by text message, have a servant attitude, and then bring in the ads to add fuel to the fire that's already burning. Right. Now you're off in stratosphere. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, that's one thing I'll say, and then we'll move on to the next question, but that's exactly where I was when I started. Like when I started Apex, like, you know, I only had Lonnie and Chris, right? And they've been doing it for years. So I was doing what they were saying. And it was weird because my, my my business page, Max's Positive Place, and my group were stuck at like 300 people for for as long as I can remember, right? Then I started putting this stuff that you're talking about into place, building the foundation, being authentic, just posting the real me. And lo and behold, I'm over 1,700 people in my page. I'm over 1,000 people now in my group. And it's all because of this thing you're talking about being authentic and organically just posting. You're like being myself, you know what I mean? And having guys like you in my corner, you know what I mean? Because I've had people that have come to the group and invited people from Apex into my group. I got a bunch of 
people from Apex in the group, which is going to help that group grow. You know what I mean? But if you would have asked me a year or two before, I would have said you'd be over a thousand members in your group, Max. I would have said, well, Jamie, I thought you were an officer, but whatever you're smoking, you need to pass it my way because you're being weird and you're tripping out. But that stuff works, right? Because like for me, I get to meet guys like Jamie. I finally got to meet him in person, even though it was a crazy day that day. We got to say hi, give each other a hug. And I told him, you're coming on my podcast. And lo and behold, here we are. Things are starting to happen. So listen up, people, because Jamie has a lot of wisdom to share. He was like me in the beginning. Like we had no, like I wasn't big on social media, you know, because all I saw was negative, like crybaby, excuse my language, shit. Right. But since I've changed that, like my feed is almost always positive. Like people know not to post negative shit on my feed or I'm going to get rid of them. You know what I mean? But there's no room for it because life is too short. I don't see anything negative on my posts ever, my feed ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if I was going to be that negative Nancy, I wouldn't be sitting here with you right now. You know what I mean? And that's the beauty of this, of networking with the right people. Like Jamie said, having the right people in your corner. Um, I can tell you, um, I'm not an executive yet, but Jamie will tell you the executives, no one treats each other differently because they're at a different level right. of this group. Everybody treats each other with respect and lots of love and, and is always willing to help. I mean, some of the people that have reached out to me, I didn't think at all, even know who I was. And then I'm getting a message. Hey, I can help you out if you need help. Just don't, you know, but it's up to us to ask for that help. Of course, people can't read our minds. So listen up, everybody, because Jamie's bringing it today. So I'm going to lead into this next question, right? Because I don't know if you've read my book, but you know why I, I think we've talked about on my in my group, why I put the why in happiness and, and why I called my book Fearless Happiness, but we're going to start from the beginning. So you're now people are going to love to hear what your what your take on this. So fearless, what does fearless mean to you? And how does that show up for you every day? The never quit attitude. I'm sure you've heard me say that before, right? Uh, yeah. The mindset of just like, I'm not quitting. Like, I don't care. I'm not going backwards. I'm not quitting. This is what I was born to do. And no matter if I make another penny or not, I was born to share my experiences and help people and change people's lives. And it's not about the money. It's just not. I'm actually um, working on a side project that only a handful of people know about um, that I've already been told by people I respect that that company is going to sell something for some, you know, some life changing, generational changing money someday. But that isn't a passion project. That's a that's a generational setup. Set up my son, 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 daughter, daughter, you know, four right, or five right, generations. Right. <laughs> right. That's different. I'm doing this and, and don't and don't confuse this with cheap because I'm not cheap. But I'm doing this to change lives. I'm doing this to help people because I got finally started to shake that imposter syndrome. And I finally started to realize that I do have value and that I can help people. And after two, three years of intentionally reaching out to people. People that are much more successful than me that, that reached out to me and said, can you help with this? Can you help with that? And, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I had, I had somebody reach out to me um, last week or two weeks ago and, and I didn't know he was as successful as he was. I had no idea. And then he told me and I was like, <gasps> and he's like, Hey man, can, can we just talk like every two weeks, just keep tabs on each other? And I'm like, well, yeah. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> like, like I was blown away. Like this guy found value and, and he actually had a question about how I would handle this. And I was like, man, this guy's worth like 
150 times my net worth probably, you know, and I was like blown away. So um, that's my passion. It just comes down to serving and helping people. And, uh, you know, people talk about retirement and this and that, man, I'll retire the day they put me in my coffin. I don't, I don't care. I mean, I'm going to work and live life on my own terms, which doesn't necessarily mean we work, you know, we're not digging ditches 12 hours a day. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Right. Um, (laughs) That's not our calling either. That's cool. That's your calling. That's not our calling. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to do this until the day I die. And it's not about the money. It's about, yes, if I make, you know, if I make enough money, I could change more lives. That's cool. But, but it's about just really getting in and, and, and especially the, the generation before us, they need the guidance. They need the help of what we've come through. And, and it's not an ego thing at all. It's about, I've experienced this. This is what I did wrong. Don't do it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I do that. Yeah. Don't it's like my son. I try to tell my kids the same thing. Like, dad's already done this just because I haven't given you details. Trust me, don't do it. It's not going to give you a good outcome. Yep. But of course, you know, when they're young, they think they know better than dad and, and mom and they do it. And then until they get to that same consequence. And I, I, I have to tell you, I told you so. But um, that's awesome. Right. That that's a perfect example of being fearless is no matter what you're going to do what you were called to do. And that's what you're doing every day. So leads me to the next question, right? Knowing I put the why in happiness. And I love this because I get so many different answers and it's weird. There's so many different answers, but yet they're the same if it makes sense, but they're just put differently. So knowing I put the why in happiness, how, how does that show up for you? What is, how, how does happiness show up for you? You know, because you kind of talked about it before we started the podcast. You and I have kind of similar struggles right now, but we still have managed to find the happiness in our life, right? So we don't let that drag us down because I know for me, and I'm going to speak for myself, I got one of those OCD brains. If I focus on the negative, I'm going to be stuck in the negative. So I have to make sure that I take care of my brain and put some positive things. So how does happiness, knowing that why is there, show up for you every day? Well. There's a whole bunch of answers. One of them is that random message you get. Hey, three months ago we spoke and it really helped me. Thank you. That's one. You know, uh, an Apex brother tagged me in a group. I posted about this in Apex last night, I think. An Apex brother posted in a group that I'm not even in. Or I got invited to the group because he tagged me to help somebody with organic marketing. And and, and, and specifically, I do customized mailers as part of my, my class or what we talk about. And, um, and, and he's like, yeah, man, I remember when I was starting my business, you were so helpful to me when I first joined Apex. And then he tagged me out of the blue. And I'm like, man, and that stuff almost makes me, you know, want to tear up a little bit, right? When people just those random messages. So that's one. That's the business side of it. The family side of it, obviously, is, is spending time with my family. A week ago, uh, Thursday night. Just like got this idea. My son works 6 a.m. to noon on Mondays and Fridays. Not only is he a certified personal trainer, he's also a fitness instructor at Planet Fitness. And I'm like, hey, hey um, mommy's got it covered because we take care of grandma because my mom's disabled. And I said, mommy's got it covered. Um, would you like to play golf either tomorrow or next Friday afternoon? And, and he's grown. He's got his own life. He's going to be 24. And, and usually when I ask him to do things, the response is, you know, let me check, the, check with Kayla, the girlfriend. And see what she's got planned because, you know, that's the right thing to do. And he said, geez, dad, I'd love to play golf. Can we do it tomorrow? 
And then we got to go out Friday and shoot 18 holes together. And, and just spending that father son time is just, it's just, there's nothing like it. And just get to talk. He's my business partner in the promotions company. Even though we've stopped doing the promoting for other people, I do the consulting. He does a certified personal training, but we treat it like a family trust. So it's kind of all in one pot kind of thing. Right. And then we have seven other businesses already lined up that we want to open and build eventually. They're going to go into that family trust. And he's my behind the scenes guy. He's a 20, going to be 24. He's a way better copywriter than I am. He's more in touch with the young people today than I am. He's got that, that going on. He's got skills, but he doesn't like to be the out front guy. He doesn't like to really sell. He doesn't really like to talk to a lot of people. He's not going friendly kid, but he just, that's his, more his thing. He likes to be more behind the scenes. So it's a good partnership, right? Right. So, you know, those quiet times with the wife or the Saturday morning at the beach at 9 a.m. So I, I, if I go to the beach, I like to go at 8.39 and be out of there by 11.30, 12, grab some lunch and come home. That's just, you know, I'm not an all-day beach guy, but I like to go for two, three hours every now and then. I think, you know, we're blessed to live within a 15-minute ride of the beach. So we try to do that every now and then. So that's the family stuff. On a personal thing, um, I'm on my motorcycle. If I'm on my bike, I'm free. And that's really what all three of these come back down to is kind of the word freedom for me, right? And, and my idea of total bliss and happiness is to be able to go where I want, when I want, with whom I want. And it's not necessarily I want to take a private plane to Paris for dinner or New York. Or, okay. It's not about that. But it's just about the freedom to be able to go. That's, that's why I'm kind of in a spot now, whether I'm struggling financially or I'm on top of the world. And, you know, in business, we have the, the peaks and the valleys, right? Yeah. But it doesn't matter. As long as I'm free in my mind to do what I want to do on a daily basis, I'm in complete bliss. Couldn't have said it better myself. That's exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's for the freedom, right? Especially with the family growing and in my case, like having grandkids, right? So I always told my wife, I promise you, we're going to have the freedom to go visit our grandkids wherever they are. Right. So having that freedom. So like, say we got kids in Utah, we got one and thinking about Oklahoma. I said, we're going to have to get an RV, honey, and we're just going to travel, you know, have that freedom to be go like like Jamie just said, to go wherever I want with whomever I want, whenever I want. And and that's you kind of nailed it for me. That's kind of my been my definition for happiness. Right. Because one things outside of us. Are, can't make us happy. I mean, I've tried it. I don't know about you. I'm going to speak for myself, but all that outside stuff really never made me happy until I could look within and have it come from in here. Then I don't care what's going on outside. As long as I'm okay with who I'm looking at in the mirror and I like that guy, I'm pretty happy. Right. So before we end this, I really want to say, I appreciate you coming on my show and coming on here on the fearless happiness podcast. Sure, people learned a lot about Jamie Hyde today because I know I did. Before we uh, end it, let people know like where they can get a hold of you if they want to, you know, for your services or where they can reach you. Uh, hopefully, you put it in your bio when you signed up on the link. If not, I'll get it from you and post it when we do the show. But let people know where where can they get a hold of Jamie Hyde if they need your consulting services. Yeah, so I Googled Jamie Hyde and I Facebooked Jamie Hyde search when it, when I started to put a brand together, so to speak. And there's a lot of them in the world. I was kind of shocked. A lot of them are female and a lot prettier than I am. So um, <laughs> I had to put something in front of it to differentiate myself and stand out. So it's the real Jamie Hyde, because let's face it, I am one of a kind. 
So the spelling of the name is where people get tripped up, right? So it's important. It's J-A-M-I-E, not the I in front of the M, and then it's J-A-M-I-E. And then Hyde is H-Y-D, just like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So it's the real Jamie Hyde. If you put that into the search bar, you're going to find me. Quickest and simplest is therealjamiehyde.com. That's my Facebook. That's my Instagram. I'm on TikTok and Twitter. I don't do nothing with them. I'm on there. I don't even do much with LinkedIn. I really should. But if you type in the real Jamie Hyde, you're going to find me. I'm an open book. My cell phone is 561-692-3637. In full transparency, if I don't know who you are, I don't answer the phone. So send me a text message first. <laughs> That's what I say. No, but then I'll answer. 561-692-3637 and therealjamiehyde.com or the real Jamie Hyde on Facebook. Look for the fat guy with the black shirt that says G-code on it. Although right. I'm getting thinner, I'm down 24 pounds and 75 hard here. So nice. What day are you on? 52. 52? 52. Nice. Congratulations on just finishing. Yeah, you know, it's changed changed my whole world finishing that. You know, like when you start in phase one. You know what? Uh, I'm gonna wait a little bit because I'm I'm having some back issues, right? And I have to go to the doctor and figure that out uh first. Uh, cause I don't want to start it, then have to stop because right. I have a reason, but right. I got you, you know, it's crazy that I even finished it because about the 40, I want to say around the 35, 40 day mark is when this old injury just started rearing its ugly head, you know, and I would do lives. I don't know if you caught any of them when I was on my walk and I was literally just thinking like, I'm praying as I'm on the live going, okay, Max, pay attention one foot in front of the other, because I would go numb from the waist down, right? So I'm thinking I do not want to fall face first, come back on the live and have, because there's coyotes, right? And on that path, there's all kinds of coyotes. So I'm thinking I'm going to come up with this shit on my face and they're going to go, what happened to Max, right? Like I thought he was sober, but um, it actually reared its ugly head. So I've been going to the doctor. We're going to figure it out. Once I get a a final answer of what I got to do, it's probably not going to be for a month or so. If that maybe a little longer depends on what the doctor says, because they were telling me I have a genetically a narrower spine than most people. And then I have spinal stenosis and, you know, all the disc degeneration and stuff that goes with that. So I have a final appointment on Tuesday and I'll go from there. But, you know, you know me, I'm as soon as I'm better, I'll be on it because I want to do the next three phases. I didn't do 75 hard to stop. But just that alone, as you know, is a game changer. Like once you know you can follow something like that, that it opens your whole world up, at least in your brain. Like I can do anything. Yeah. I almost quit after day one. Week one, I couldn't do anything but that. I didn't do any work. I'll admit it. I did nothing for work that week at all. I just focused to get through that. And then (laughs) it started to open up, open up. And now it's just just life now. It's just routine. Right. And I just do it, you know, today, cause I, I did another podcast at 10 AM. So instead of going to the gym this morning, I did the bike ride this morning, got that knocked out. Cause I stayed right in the neighborhood and then I'll do the gym this evening instead. I just flip flopped it. No big deal. Yeah. See, and that helped me because I turned my garage into a gym. So I would do my outdoors in the morning and then at night I was in the garage. So, right. you know, I really want to thank you again for coming and doing the show, Jamie, you know, it'll be in the links when I, upload the episode but if anybody needs to get a hold of jamie he's an awesome dude it's funny that how i'm connecting with people that 
this is going to be funny, but like I was on one side of the law and they were on the other. And like some of my best friends now and closest friends are all office, you know, either retired officers or some are still active duty. Right. So thank you for your service. But it's just amazing how the universe got or whatever you want to call it works, because some of my best and closest friends now are officers. Right. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Which I could run stuff by now. And like I sometimes they even tell me, like, I can't even believe that was you. Like, I'll show a picture of one of my, you know, like on my book. And they just look at me like, that's you. And I go, yeah, that's me. And they're like, well, we're glad you changed. But I'm glad you've been on this show. It's been a great episode. I want to add one more thing real quick. Oh, I go just, for it. Absolutely. Not to extend you out, and, and I appreciate it. But I did. I took a bold step last week. If you go to therealjamiehyde.com, it talks about what I do and how I do it. And there's a place to enter your name, your phone number, your email, and, and the best way to contact you. What that says in there is if you get on a phone call with me and you don't think I've added you value, I'll pay you $50 for your time. Dang. You hear that? You just challenge y'all. Go do it. <laughs> I'm giving you free value. No expectations of a sale. I will bring everything I got within that 15, 20, half hour, whatever it is. I don't, I don't, I put a 15 minute call on there, but I don't care. Whatever. It is what it is. Right. If you don't think I've added value to you for your business, your life, somewhere, somehow, I'll personally send you 50 bucks. There you go, folks. And that's when I decided to get confident about what I was bringing because now I put my own personal money on the line. Right. And that's how you got to do it, right? That's it. That's it. You heard him, folks. Thanks, brother. Get on that call with him. <laughs>